This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I want you guys to guess, unless you've seen the story already, then you cannot guess. Okay. But I need to guess from each one of you, and I'm going to go with one myself. Uh, internet toxicity, celebrities who look like, look like they smell bad. Not necessarily smell bad, but they look like they smell bad. Mm. Oh. Any guesses? Because I, I haven't clicked on the story yet, so I, I don't know. I hate to say it. I would say sometimes Leonardo DiCaprio looks like he smells bad. Yeah. He looks yeah. like a little hot mess. I don't want to say this, and it's going to be really judgmental. Sometimes Adam Sandler looks like he doesn't smell amazing. Yes. Because he does a lot of, like, the basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you saying, Britt? I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You always smell good, Rudy. Um, but yes, I thought that. Uh, who do you think? I have a friend who works very close and has said many a times Uh-oh. that there is a musk that comes off of Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I've heard that too. Really? Yeah, you're right. He is rank for whatever reason. He does not. It's like a monthly shower is what that man takes. Oh, yeah. that's heartbreaking. So he is a Texan, you know. Mm-hmm. He's from Avaldi, isn't he? Yeah. I think he's from Avaldi, Texas. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a guy. Oh, I lost my guy. I had him in my noggin, and now I can't remember. Oh, it's and he, this has been known. He put on a lot of weight. He's had a lot of plastic surgery. He was in that motorcycle movie. He always plays kind of like, what the hell is his name? I can see his face. It's a lot of guys like that. John yeah, Travolta? No, not John Travolta. This guy, I cannot remember his name, damn it. Maybe it'll maybe he'll come up. Okay. If he comes up, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Okay, now I'm going to click on it. So you're going with? Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, and you're going with? I'll go with Leo. Leo, okay. Then I'll go with, if I can figure, remember the guy's name. Yeah, Because you'll go, oh, yeah, I bet you he does. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You will definitely do that. Okay, I'm clicking on it right now. Internet toxicity. Celebrities look like they smell bad. The internet can be so toxic if you're a celebrity. It's the first guy mentioned, yeah. Mickey Rourke. Oh, sure. That's who I was yeah. talking about. And it's the first name on here. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, if you're a celebrity, you might even get called out if people think you just look like you smell bad. That's happened to Mickey Rourke, Post Malone. Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox. I didn't know Megan Fox smells. Did you know that? No, I wouldn't think so. She looks I wouldn't either. Like, she, yeah, she smells I wouldn't think good. so. Years ago, the internet, uh, the National Enquirer called, uh, well, they claimed that Brad Pitt had stopped using soap because he was worried about toxins and instead used a homemade concoction of lemons, water, and apple cider vinegar. I still, whenever I see that word lemon from the rest of my life, I'm going to remember that CNN headline. CNN Sour. states. Squeeze. They've soured on lemon. (laughs) (laughs) That's very funny. They've soured on lemon. Uh, Maybe that was true or not, but Brad usually looks like he smells delicious. Well, that's your opinion. Now people on social media are bad-mouthing celebrities who apparently look like they smell bad. Here are a few of the ones that have been mentioned. Uh, We'll go from, oh, there are 15 of them. And you know what? Everyone I've seen so far, I go, yep, I know what you mean. (laughs) This is pretty good. Uh, it doesn't even have to be B.O., cigarettes, or booze. Some celebrities may be so self-conscious about smelling normal that they may douse themselves in perfumes, colognes, and scented creams, or patchouli oil. Uh, 15 to 1, Johnny Depp looks like he smells bad. You agree? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. There are times where I go, yes. Lindsay Lohan? No. Mm-mm. No, I don't think she does. I agree with you guys. I don't think she looks like she smells bad. Yeah. Charlie Sheen? 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Smell, Mad- I would imagine smell like weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Madonna? No. I don't think she looks like she smells bad either. No. I don't know who this is. Who's Grimes? Is that a rapper or something? Uh, Grimes was... Wasn't she Elon Musk's wife, right? I don't think wife, but her, they've had oh, is that right? together. Yeah. yeah. So she looks like she smells <laughs> she bad. She does like a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Does she look like she smells bad though? Yeah, well, I don't she think, does. Does okay. she? Okay. I think so. She kind of has a Billie Eilish sort of look to her. Oh, okay. Megan Fox is number ten. Mm. I still don't understand that. Mm-hmm. She didn't look like she'd smell that bad. Marilyn Manson, most definitely. Absolutely. I still love that song though. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Whenever I'm pissed off, I play that song because it's a grinder. It's it is a it's a real banger. It is. Uh, who's Kesha? Is she another uh, TikTok? Never heard it. It's awful. She's the one that puts a dollar sign instead of an S. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah, I know. Terrible. Dollar sign. She's horrible. Uh, Kid Rock, yeah, he looks like yeah. he smells. Kid rocking up and down the block. I do like his music. Oh though. my god, we I don't know why. got on a huge Kid Rock kick last summer. Me and my husband, we would laugh so hard about his lyrics. They're just so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I would imagine so. Yes. Um, okay, so we did Shia LaBeouf. We did. Uh, did we do Shia LaBeouf? No, but no, no, yeah. yeah, we don't. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, yeah, Shia LaBeouf for sure. Okay, your top five stinky looking. Now that doesn't mean they stink, but they look like they stink. Okay, Jared Leto. I don't get that from him at all. I, I get it. Oh, little, do you? Kind of crunchy. Kind of got the longer hair. It's oh, a little greasy all oh, the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Post Malone. Yeah. This is pretty good, though. Someone calls him Post Cologne. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, Bam Margera. Bam Margera, yep. Uh, someone said that uh, they met him while they were working at Walmart, and he had an odor. We're assuming uh, Bam was not working at the Walmart, too. Oh, that's I was going to say, can we even call him a celebrity now? I feel so. He's going under a lot of weird stuff right now. Yeah. Didn't he lose all his money or something? Well, yeah, and then he's like, Acquired a child, but oh, like Jesus. maybe shouldn't have a child, and there's just a lot with him. I have no idea who this person is. Cara Delevingne. Oh, Cara Delevingne. Delevingne. Uh, yeah, she's okay. a model, actress, uh, just overall hot person. Okay, partially because she's reportedly a chain smoker. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Catherine and I were sitting in the auditorium watching our kids dance and gymnastics, and it was four straight days. It was wonderful. It really was. But um, there was a guy that came and sat right behind Catherine and me, and if he didn't just have five or six cartons of cigarettes, I don't know who did. He reeked of cigarette smoke, and I mean way over the top. What is that? Did he just, his clothes are just covered with it? I wonder if they smoke in their house. Yeah, you could it, always tell yeah. kids that come from a like you know, and I, me and like included, like you'd be like, okay, somebody smokes in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like it. Number one, as we said, uh, what was, and the guy, I don't know if he does or not, but I suppose it's a possibility. But Mickey Rourke is the number one guy who looks like he smells bad. You'd agree with that, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen him in The Wrestler? Oh yeah, that, absolutely. That whole movie, I was yep. like, that guy did nothing but sweat the entire movie. <laughs> Obviously, there's a, there's a funk coming off him. Poor guy. Poor fella. I like him as an actor. I don't know why I do. I, I really can't come up with a reason why I like him as an actor, but I do. Yeah. 
It's kind of weird. He, when, when he does well, he does super well. Yeah, that's a good way mm-hmm. to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So we'll uh, keep on moving straight. So, okay, now, and you got to use their real names, not their radio name. Radio people who stink. Because <laughs> I got three of them in mind okay. right now, baby. I don't have to even, I'm not, I, I honestly can't even remember this person's name, but they always smelled like soup. <laughs> was soup? It, was yeah. it chicken noodle? or? I don't know. It just felt like stewy, like oh, soup as. Jesus, ish. It was not great. And I, I remember I had a blanket in the studio, and one time he like used it. And I was like, this smells like oh. soup, and I know this person used this blanket. Hmm. I don't really have one that, that come to mind. I'd never worked with him directly, but I shared a hallway with him. I think we brought it up last week. Steve Patterson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Number one. And not like a bad, oh, bad no, order? Oh, no, like cologne. Overwhelming, like, yes. Oh, he if puts you, on a lot of cologne? Yeah. Yes. If you use the studio after Steve, you're like, oh, like I am Steve now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have become him. We are yeah, one. Okay. And he's so lovely. Like when we, when we, oh, he? he's so funny. He's so lovely. I love that guy. I love, I love being on air with him. I love hanging out with him. Sincerely love. Like we should have him on the show. You would adore him. Fine with me. Um, we should start doing that. You're right. Like he, we should have him on the show. All right. I'll wear, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot him a text because their show starts at nine. So we could sneak in in the morning. Um, but uh, yes, so great. But man, you can smell him two doors down at least. Actually, I did think of somebody just now. Do you guys remember Brian Oak from Cities 97? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you I know? worked at Cities 97 for a while, and there was a couple of days I'd walk into the studio, and I'd just open the door and go, oh, God. Is it like, <laughs> oh. like what? He was just, I mean, he's like a middle-aged dude who just, like, smoked cigarettes and drank oh, yeah. and just, like, yeah. he was just a guy who didn't care. His hair was always a mess. Very, don't get me wrong, I go always give credit where credit is due. He's very smart when it comes to music, and I yeah, think he's he a is. good broadcaster. He is, yeah. But Boy, sometimes you'd open up that door. And then he also worked with Carrie. can't remember her name. She was on the show with him. Well, but, the football players. Yeah, she, yeah, she's married to Mike, the superstar. I have to get his last right, name, Mike. too. Yeah, Mike something or another. But he yeah. owes me seven grand, by the way. I, I, probably. That sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not making it up. 7,000. Uh, but she would always say, like, there are some days where he comes in and I'm like, oh, we gotta, I got to really? move my mic as far away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, in fact, I saw him outside of a bar one time at like 11 a.m. in Uptown. And this is not talking out of turn. I would tell him this if he was standing here. I saw him standing outside of a bar because he'd get off the air and then he'd you know go and hang out and have a couple of drinks. And he was standing outside. I was driving with my daughter and I looked over at him and I, I was almost going to tell my daughter, see, honey, that's what Ward does to a guy. See, well. <laughs> he, he looked like he just got back from Vietnam. Telling the truth or not, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I can't say the guy's name because he's still around, and you guys, well, you might not know who he is, but Brittany, I would think you definitely would. But he um, he had his, back. this is back at 1500, back in the day, he had his own chair because no one would sit in the chair. Oh, dang. And I can't remember who it was. It might have been Steve Hatley or Joe Hager, and I've used this term ever since I met them. I... Come into the studio to work for the first time, and Joe Hager's in there. Joe Hager grew up in Camden, New Jersey. Very nice Italian boy. Doesn't sound, Hager doesn't sound too Italian, but Joe was a great guy. He's, God, he died very young. Another one of those guys. A lot of those guys from 1500, when that thing first broke in 72, a lot of those guys died young, man. It was unfortunate, but um, he used the term. I said, 
well, what do you mean? You want me to, when I leave, I got to push his chair out of the way? Or when I come, I mean, I pull his chair out of the way and I move my chair in there and sit there? You go, yeah, you got to do that, Tom. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you got to do it because, uh, well. You just got to do it. It smells like ass juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you had to go with ass juice, did you? Okay, great. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. You guys ever work with somebody, you know, like the little foam socks that go over the microphones? Like oh, you yeah. guys have them both in there. You oh, ever yeah. work with somebody and you come into the studio after them, and the second you go to do that first break, you catch a whiff of their breath? Oh, oh Jesus. I had, to oh. Go, I had to order my own sock because I worked with yeah. a guy who ate bagels during the morning show, and he'd show up, oh, and that sock would be stop, covered stop. with little bits of uh, bagel. Okay, and- <laughs> He's going to hurl. I don't like He's hurling, uh, man. Okay, we're done. We're done with this talk. This is not fun okay, for anybody. Okay, we'll close this way then. Will we though? Can we just close with the gross? I'm going to whack, close whack. right <laughs> here, as I say. We'll be right back with that puke, Chris Eggert. What do you think? That's love, a good intro. love that. Right, we'll be back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking, Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bialke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the weather. You're going to like this a lot. Yes. Yeah, baby. Mostly sunny, still windy, but a bit warmer with a high of 55. We'll take sunny, windy, and 55. Yeah. Uh, Clear, breezy tonight, a low of 37. Mostly sunny, not as breezy. Warmer tomorrow with a high of 60. Warmer on Wednesday. Partly to mostly sunny with a high near 70. On Thursday, a high of 72. On Friday, a high of 70 again. It's looking a beautiful week coming up. So that's wonderful to hear. It's 42 right now, 42 and windy. It's going to be very windy today. Um, But, you know, 55, so that's good, right? We'll take it. We shall take it. I'm just not going to take anything from Chris Eggert anymore. He's out of the mix. That's fair. What's up, Pally? Nothing. How are you guys? Marvelous. We were just talking about, okay, did you have one kid that you went to school with that smelled bad? Oh, God. <laughs> I wish you could see his face. That was wonderful. You He's can see it later nice, today. Dude was like the nicest guy, too. 
He was a farm kid, played basketball, like just, you know, as, as good of a dude you could ever get. Uh, but that he would smell up the whole gym. Oh, <laughs> like with his with the B.O. Ish. I know. And, you know, back then, there probably only thing there was was a brute to cover that. Oh, brute, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little English leather. You, you look all sad right now. You look like you want to cry. I do like, want to. This conversation, first off, that makes me so sad that he was so nice. And, like, there was just, like, this one detail if you could only fix it. Like, makes me sad. Yeah, for sure. And also, we've been talking about some really triggering things. Like, these little things you put on your microphone. Oh. And I've been wrecked ever since. I don't love this conversation. Why not? Because it makes me feel sick. It's 830. Baby. Baby, yeah. it's at 8:30 already. Screens it's 8:23 already. already. I'm the glue. White screens are disgusting. Oh, did you hear that they one? Really are. Did you hear that one now, Chris? Uh, that I ran into a bunch of listeners. They love the show. They're talking about you know you and Kristen Burt and Rudy, and they're talking about everybody. But uh, they said this one guy says, "But you have to be honest, Tom. Britney's the glue." I'm like, oh, for Christ's sake, that's all I need. I think that's fair. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Score one for the Britster. <laughs> the Britster scores big, baby. <laughs> what do they mean by the glue, though? You're just so even keel? Is I that just, what it is? If without me, you guys would just be floating, lost, Fall confused, apart. probably hungry. Sure. Here I am. She's the pasty white goo that holds us all together. Stop saying pasty white. Rudy and you have ruined the glue for me. I am not that glue. It's a different kind of glue. There's no question about that. But, you know, it, it all works out in the end. Do you guys ever know anybody who ate glue in school? Yeah, you're talking to one right now. Oh, you did? Yeah, I used to stick it in my like the desk. Before I would leave school, third grade, I would put like a little puddle of it, and I would let it... Uh, I'd You're let it, cooking it. I'd let it dry overnight, and then when I'd come back, I'd take the butt end of my pencil, and I'd just chip off little chips of it, and then stick it in my mouth and what? chew it. I don't know. What? Because I was, uh, it was third grade. We weren't allowed to have gum, so I just wanted something to chew on, so I'd just dry glue and chew on it, like little chips. Really? I can't be the only one. Well, that's poison. I don't know if you know that or not. What? Yeah, of course. I've never met anybody who ate glue. I mean, have you seen my grammar? Obviously, this is why this I'm a is, terrible speller. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. A, yeah. Oh, so, Rudy, okay, this took me a second. You're chewing the glue bits after they've already hardened. They've dried. It wasn't like I was just taking a pull, like a but, shot of glue, just like Elmer off the, Yeah. Because that was a thing when people would eat, like, eat the glue, not in the form uh, it had already solidified, but when it was still the... Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? No, I mean, like, and jokes, like, or like somebody sniffs glue. But did you swallow it then, no, Rudy? No, I would just chew on it. Still weird. Yeah, but less still weird. weird. I, I mean, I imagine I ingested some of it, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, no, I was. It was just like a little tiny, like uh, it was like, it, you know, when you get those little breath mints that are like the strips. It was kind of like that. It was just I don't know. I would just suck on it, and then it would dissolve, and that'd be that. All right. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs huh. a hobby. Yeah. And it, you, it didn't cause your poop to, like, solid up so you didn't have to go to the bathroom no, for a while? No, it's, it's not like I, like, you know, shat out a glue stick or anything like <laughs> What's that. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Do you guys ever know those kids that would put glue all over their hands and no. then let it dry and then sit there all day peeling it? Mm, no. I remember those kids. Eh. 
I smoked pot. You guys can do it all you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. I'll just go hit the hit the pipe. I'll be good to go. Jesus. Tom, you look so bored with the glue conversation. <laughs> like, Tom's like, Jesus, come on already with this. Kid. Well, she is the glue. Chris, I want to ask you a question because I've made a decision now, and I made it uh, kind of last night into this morning. I am so sick of extreme politics being on television. Not Not local news, but national news. That I've literally decided I don't want to talk about it anymore. They, they, you got the ten percent on the far right, ten percent on the far left. The rest of us are stuck here in the middle, and I'm just not going to take part in it anymore. It's funny you bring that up, Tom, because I wanted to run this story by you guys. Uh, it was on the Associated Press this morning, and it's um, there's some new research that has come out, and uh, Americans fault news media for dividing the nation. Yeah, it's true, according to an AP poll. Um, and they've got all kinds of, um, I guess it was World Press Freedom Day. Maybe that's today. Um, what was the stat here? While a slim majority of Americans say they have some degree of confidence in the news media's ability to report the news fully and fairly, only 16% say they're very confident. 16%. Which is crazy. Uh, four in 10 say the press is doing more to hurt the American democracy while only about two in 10 say the press is doing more to protect it. And it's the gist of the whole article is partisanship. Because if you go on to read the whole thing, it's because the perception is of the national media that there's partisanship involved in it. And that's why people have lost their trust. It's And again, we, I talked to a a psychologist in the hallway. She's right down the, down the hallway from here. And I said, is, are they ever going to get past this point? She said, absolutely not. They're so go- far gone on the far right and the far left, they're never coming back. So we need to ignore these people. We really do. They're, the 80% of us, I mean, I don't see anybody, the three of you, that's all that extreme with politics or anything like that. Right? I don't know. I'm, I'm not extreme about anything. No, good. <laughs> I agree. I don't know. I was called a communist last week. So. Oh, yeah, I, I called you a communist. I remember that very You're vividly. a communist, damn it. Yep, I remember that. That's exactly. Well, Minnesotans, had, Minnesotans, you'll fit right in in Minnesota if we keep moving the direction mm-hmm. we're moving. So the another part of the, in the article, they'd interviewed somebody, and the woman they interviewed was talking about um, how she'd rather look things up on her own and look at sites that she trusts. Yeah. But that, that unfortunately is kind of part of the problem because people go down the rabbit hole of sites that they trust and maybe are unaware that the algorithm is continuing to funnel them to the same sources of information that may or may not be partisan and may or may not be fairly run. And it might be a complete piece of propaganda and people are reading it like it's a normal news story. And I think that's where things are getting the lines are extremely blurred for people to know um, where to get it from, because if they want to hear what they want to hear, right? Like that, that's kind of yeah, right, the right. way things have become. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. No, I'm, I'm like, I woke up. That was the first article I read this morning. I'm like, Oh, well, happy Monday to you. <laughs> exactly. Right. No one trusts you. Go now, get up at three and go do your job. No, I, I literally am much happier today because I'm just not going to do. I'm looking at all the headlines right now, and I I have no interest in talking about any of these. 
Uh, well, first of all, you got the tornado in Virginia Beach. That's the top story. But then it's AOC, then it's Donald Trump, then it's Chicago mayor uh, urging Texas governor not to ship more uh, migrants. I mean, every story is about the politics of America. I'm sick to death of it. Unless you're going to work together, take your politics and make it and help us all work together, then uh, you got all my support, right? Yeah, um, there's some Emmanuel Macron news in the. In the oh, what's he up to? Too. I know how much you love him, Tom. He's a sweetheart of a guy. <laughs> Frog, some bitch. <laughs> we have a we have an interesting story today on our website that I um that actually makes me kind of pissed. Um, I, I don't I don't have an opinion, but who we've all run into potholes this year, right? Like it's like the worst they've oh the yeah. worst they've ever been. Yes, sir. Um, one of our reporters yesterday, Renee Cooper, she talked to MinDot about pothole claims, and this is crazy. The pothole claims jumped this year from. 140 in 2022 to 400 claims this year. But last year, they only paid out eight of those claims. What? Eight out of 140 last year. Jesus. And they're not even through the claims from this year. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So when you say only paid out, is it they only paid out and that was the final decision or they just haven't gotten around to actually paying people out yet? Or was that that was just they have not got this year's. The implication was this year's payouts have not been done yet. Mm -hmm. But last year of the 140 claims, only eight actually resulted in somebody getting money for the damage on their car. And this is what's crazy. Um State law says that for the state to be considered negligent and reimbursed drivers, the pothole has to be reported in advance. What? And the state has to be given time to fix it. Think about how dumb that is. It is really dumb. Because how the hell are you supposed to even know that the that the pothole is there until you freaking smoke that thing when you're driving down the street? I mean, unless you're talking about the same road that you drive on every day, that is such a dumb loophole. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, basically, they're <laughs> they're dodging having to pay people for these pothole problems, which is like it's a terrible thing. It's super expensive. Um, God. So anyway, that that sort of made me angry. And you think of all the things that are being discussed in the legislature and all the things that people are fighting about, like something really simple, like fixing that law to make it make more sense that people can get their freaking cars fixed when they're busted. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm the only one upset about this story. No, I, I look, like I said, I'm, I'm going to stay as far away from it as I can because you, you can't convince on the far right or the far left that, that they might not be right about these kinds of things, making claims like they may. I just think it'd be a lot better for all of us to let those 20% of our citizens just battle it. Why don't you just pull guns on each other? There you go. Why don't you just open fire on one another? Jesus. Um, here at the Tom Bernard Show, we would like to say we are not advising people to pull guns on them, on each other. It's just a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Can you take a joke or not? That's why you're the glue, Brittany. <laughs> that is why you are the glue. <laughs> Elmer's. <laughs> Uh, it all works out in the end. No question about it. Uh, I, I just, it, here's what hit me over the weekend, because I've been talking about it quite a bit this morning. On Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, spent all those four days going to Grandparents' Day or going to uh, dance competitions or going to athletic things. It was all about the family. 
And in that four-day period, I was so damn happy, I can't even tell you. Because I was with my wife, who I adore, as you guys know. I understand she's far too good for me. I got no problem with that. Good, as long as you know. As long as I know. I love my family. I love my kids. I love my friends. I like working with you guys. I mean, I, I just... My, I, my life is far too good to be pissed off about political BS. I don't care. I can't even listen to it anymore. Can't, can't do it. Be happy for Christ. Find a life that makes you happy. Right? I have had to have this conversation with my mom multiple times. I'm like, Mom, you got to just turn that off. Like, just, just turn it off. You're not learning anything anymore. Um, you're on hour 14 of whatever it is that they're talking about on the station today. Yeah. Just turn it off. Go, go do something, get away from it. And of course she takes that as being condescending, um, which I was not delivering it that way with that intent, but it's just to your point, Tom, you do need to just step away from it. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I literally have finally decided. And I decided that over the last four days that this is where I want to be supporting my family, spending time with them, going to dinner with them, having them over at the house. This is, I'm a very happy person. I can't listen to your political crap anymore. I just can't listen to it anymore. You're never going to be happy. All you do is bitch and piss and moan. You're go be miserable. I don't wish to be miserable with you. Right. Well, you know it's bad when a guy who's on the news is telling people to stop watching the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. Well, I should, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I know what you mean, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Like, yes. It's not, it's not freaking healthy for somebody no. to be staring at the TV or their phone or whatever for 20 hours every day. You do not get a good representation of what's going on in the world when you're staring at a screen, I don't care if it's a if it's a, a phone screen or if it's a TV screen. Like, I, I don't know. It's and yes, I do realize I'm shooting myself in the foot there a little bit by saying no, you're that, not you, because you guys don't do that kind of news. Well, I don't. I definitely don't think we do that kind of news. You don't. No. But I do understand that people lump us all together, and that, um, you know, that's unfortunately kind of the way. I think people who our regular viewers know that we're not the same. Right. But I do think right. that big picture, like I, I think people sort of lump us all together, which kind of stinks, but. Do you think they lump you in with national news? Cause they shouldn't. I think to some extent, Oh, they're all the same. You know, no, that kind of, nope. that kind of mentality. And I will, and this is not a political statement, uh, but I will say that um, presidential candidate, Donald Trump, the first time was a genius to do that whole fake news thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That was when smart. something came at him that he didn't want to address and didn't necessarily have the, just didn't want to address. Right. He just called things fake, fake news. That's fake news. There never had to be an actual answer. It was just a deflection and, I think that was a miraculously brilliant tactical move because then you're discrediting the people who are saying X, Y, and Z. And I think since then it's only gotten worse. So I, I know and maybe some, I know there's a lot of people in my industry who wouldn't want to hear that, but I, I think from a tactical standpoint, it was genius. Ah, you're fake news. Shut up. I will give you an example of why I think it is such fake, unbelievably over-the-top news. 
You see who are like best friends right now in the past week? They both become really good friends of one another. They stay in touch, I guess, several times a day. Who are really good friends right now? You'd have never known it by watching their shows, I'll tell you that. Good buddies right now, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon. <laughs> I mean, they're hanging out, they're having dinner, they're talking to one another. You guys couldn't wait to attack one another on the air, right? But it's now they're theater. buddies. It's all now, theater, right? It is Isn't all that theater. what that tells all you? All of it. So don't fall for that, ladies and gentlemen, seriously. Like when I say that Britney is the glue, it makes me want to vomit, but I still say it. Well, because it's true. That's it's not fake news. It's not fake news. You are the glue. That's hard hitting. We heard that this morning, Chris, uh, that uh, I ran into a guy over the weekend said, uh, you know, love Rudy, you do a great job, Chris Eggert, all the people, but let's be honest. Britney is the glue. You know what? I'm like, oh, for Christ's I have sake. been trying to get you guys to be honest oh. about how talented I am for years. Oh, well, yes. Let's be honest. It's very talented glue you are. LBH. You're the most talented glue I've ever met. Thank you. If you were a glue, Britney, what glue would you be? <laughs> I'm classic. I'm Elmer's. I don't want to be toxic. Elmer's. I want, I want to be able to be consumed by Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he start chewing on you. Whoa, whoa, start chewing whoa, on you. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, she's knocking it. herself out. Oh, I heard it. I hate it. All right, well, check you later. Mm -hmm. Bye, bye. She's, she's knocking herself out with her own reference. Well, it's something that is pasty and tasteless, so yeah. Then, oh, there you go. Uh, all about it. Can you come back for more every day? <laughs> There oh, you have it. Oh, that's bad. Oh, no. HR, here I come. It all works out in the end. Um, are you going to cover, uh, the, like, are there any big news stories you're looking to cover in today? Um, the, well, the, the guy, there's a guy accused over the weekend um, of federal charges for bomb, or not bombing, but setting fire to a couple mosques. All right, yeah. Here in, in Minneapolis. So he's going to be in court today. Uh, and also, uh, to Tao, who was one of the four officers involved, right. involved in the George Floyd situation, <laughs> right. he has some state charges, I think, that are getting discussed today in front of Judge Cahill. The, he's not, in this particular case, he did not, not ask for a jury trial, so the judge himself is going to weigh the circumstances. Um, I, don't think, I don't know that we know what time the uh, alleged uh, mosque fire starter guy is going to be because it's federal court and the, ch the charging documents or whatever documentation it is, weren't out as of just oh, when yeah. I walked in yep. here, but he is supposed to be in federal court today. And that also has kind of turned into a bigger deal because uh, the police chief over the weekend said that they're going to increase patrols at houses of worship, not, not just mosques, right, but all right. around Minneapolis, which, which does make sense, you know, given the circumstances. So yeah, those are a couple of things that we got going on today, Tom. Okay. I, because I have two stories here that, that I was sent. Um, yeah. And the, the glue sent them to me. So they got to be good because the glue sent them. Okay. I want you to either cover angry person takes machete to Uber driver. <laughs> Jesus. You're that hey, Who hasn't up. been there? Yeah. Who hasn't been there with their Uber driver? Or you could cover this one. Ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, throw it over to Chris Eggert here at Channel 5 Eyewitness News. He's got a story about a woman having an orgasm during a symphony. Oh, that's oh. Rudy. That's Rudy who's the, who handed you that no, one. No, Rudy's who's the one who came up with the orgasm. <laughs> Mine's the blood. Mine's usually the murder blood. Oh, okay. And, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about this uh, performance, Rudy. 
<laughs> Tom's got the article. I do have the article right here. Uh, you want to hear more about the about uh, having an orgasm while they're oh my god, screaming orgasm too. By the way, yeah, and a uh, woman has screaming orgasm as L.A. Philharmonic plays Tchaikovsky. The report, ladies and gentlemen, music really does have charms to soothe the savage beast. An unsuspecting concert goes in California found out Friday night, according to reports after Los Angeles Philharmonic's performance that evening. Multiple attendees emerged to claim on social media and to the Los Angeles Times that a woman in the audience had experienced what sounded like an orgasm in the middle of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony. I saw the girl after it had happened, and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was breathing heavily and her partner was smiling and looking at her like in an effort to not shame her. It's a lot from a look. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, why would you have an orgasm because of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony? I mean, it's beautiful. I saw a look that indicated he didn't want to bring shame to the situation. <laughs> yes. And that he had had yeah. a long walk <laughs> earlier in the day. What? Oh, my God. What? Twitter users variously described the sound of that as loud and full body orgasm, screaming orgasm, and my favorite, Finger banging orgasm. Oh. <laughs> like, what? A rare one. That's yeah. a rare one. Woo. Mm-hmm. At the symphony, she's tearing a piece off at the symphony. Well, here's the audio of it. We do got a little. Oh. Bit of, we do have some audio. Here, you guys decide for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. Yep. <laughs> it sounds a lot like, like it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That's uh, that's interesting right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I want to go see that show. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buying yeah, two tickets. How about this? Who gets to sit in that seat next? Oh. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh. Look, somebody spilled vinegar. Yeah, wonderful. Looks like the glue is here. <laughs> the glue, yeah. The glue must have been sitting here previously. <laughs> Get up. Hold on, there's chair. Rudy. Let me see your chair oh, right now. I will not. I yeah. will not. This like is... a racing stripe down oh, there. Oh, God. You're going to make me run through Let's go back to Smelly Kids. How about that? And I'll feel bad for them. Well, Chris has to go, so we can't do Smelly okay, Kids. Okay, that's but, true. You know. Gosh, it's going to be hard to really top that one, so um, I'll be thinking about that all day. You're going to have to tear yourself away from the show, aren't you? <laughs> I... <laughs> yes. He just starts laughing. Yes, yes, I really do, Tom. No doubt about Thanks it. Thanks for your journalistic expertise. Yeah, uh, it's been something. It sure has It's been. been something. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. We shall take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes more of the Tom Bernard Show. You know, I've been saying I've been losing weight. I've got to tell you, I'm really impressed with the program offered by MNFatLoss.com and my pals over there. The team at MN Fat Loss has figured out the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day. I've lost 14 pounds, and I've only been on the program for uh, not even a few weeks, about two and a half weeks. I'm feeling healthier, and I've got more energy. The program is safe and effective. That's very important to me. You know me, I'm not going to count points or eat packaged meals, and certainly, no, we're not doing the hypnosis. Seriously, folks, if you want to lose 20 to 30 pounds in a month or two, you really ought to check out the program at mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, but I'm losing the weight. I feel great. Matter of fact, I have to talk to uh, Michelle today uh, because, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm hanging out with the family. You end up eating things that you don't want to eat because you sit down and go, well, Bop, Bop, you got to eat with us. I'm like, oh, my God. So I got to figure out how to get around that. If you want to find out the secret to losing 14 pounds in just about two and a half weeks, about a pound of fat every day, 
No exercise required. Schedule your free consultation by calling 763-312-7600 online at mnfatloss.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard said to give mnfatloss.com a call. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 848 now, it's 12 minutes till 9 o'clock. Got a little uh, score north. Phil Mackey coming up at about 920, 9.50 interview with uh, Melora Hardin, the office clock, the whole deal. Clock just came out, didn't it? Or it's coming out? It came out on Friday, Friday on Hulu, okay. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it, no. You got to give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. No question. I'm looking at this uh, young man's face. He looks like he's very pissed off at the world. I will point that out to you. Do you ever make faces when you're pissed off at the world? Accidentally. I Accidentally. do faces all the time, unless I, my Botox is too extreme. There you go. Angry Uber Eats customer who was so worried late food would be cold, he slashed delivery man with a machete. Gulp. Attacks a driver with a machete because a Sammy might not still be hot. An angry Uber Eats customer slashed at a delivery driver with a Rambo-style machete because he feared his food would go cold. A judge told 20-year-old Kavner Kelzall, and by the way, 20-year-old Kavner looks like a mental case. He looks crazy. Yeah, I Do you see his picture? doesn't sound like the picture of mental Ooh. health. I uh, told him that he was lucky he had not killed his victim when he uh, struck him over the head with a lethal weapon during a terrifying confrontation outside his flat in Shipley last December. Uh, Bradford County Court, I heard on Friday of the victim who had been working alongside his brother that night, had been left with a visible scar to his head and had subsequently given up delivery work because he had, did not feel safe. I would, man, would you like to be a delivery driver right now with the feeling in the world? No, 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 I don't think so. In fact, this weekend uh, we had some road gigs, and I stopped by my old uh, Pally's was the name of the pizza place I worked at in Mankato. Wow. Oh yeah, yep. loved it. I love that place. So we went and had some pizza there. And while I was there, I was telling the stories about back in the day delivering pizzas for him. And there was there was two times where I've ever been f- scared because you're by yourself. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm a small yeah. guy. There was one time where I delivered a pizza to a guy who wanted his pizza delivered at noon. Because he was, that was when his break was oh, happening. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, nobody had told me that, so I just did the deliveries in the order that it would be fastest for me to go. Absolutely. I didn't get, I didn't get there until 1240. I mean, this guy was like probably 45, 50 years old, comes storming out of the building, gets right in my face, oh, pushes me. Oh. I wanted this here at noon. I was like, I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you, man. So I went back. I was like, hey, how about a heads up next time so I don't end up taking one of the face? Because that guy is super pissed right now. Yeah, what the hell? Why oh. would he be? So what time did you get there? 1240. About 1240, yeah. Because I didn't know that he needed oh, it there at yeah. noon. But either way, yeah, unacceptable. still unacceptable. Unex- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. do not make excuses for this horrible human. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Boy, there are a lot of stories about people with machetes and guns and... Uh, well, that one I was just reading, the uh, angry Uber Eats customer so worried uh, late food would be cold, he slashed delivery man with a machete. The headline right under that one, notorious axe killer who brutally, brutally murdered a pregnant teen died in Yorkshire <laughs> Hospital after refusing medication. It's like, what? So you killed someone and then you die because you didn't want the medication. Yeah, couldn't you have done the dine from the no medication before you yeah. killed the person yeah, with the one. axe? That would have yeah, been nice. That would have been great. I'm telling you, this is it again, ladies and gentlemen. The news is covered with people with extreme views on both sides. And these are the people that are ruining our lives. We have got to do something about them. They're just, they're never going to be happy. They're very violent people, and they're going to only get more violent. The violence is very attractive to them, don't you think? Yeah.
So we're going to have to do something sooner or later. We've got to figure this out and enough with that, right? I mean, yeah, I, it, it's so sad. It's so bleak. It's too much. Yeah, so you can't even pay attention to it. Protect yourself. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. But ignore these people because they're insane. Yeah. First of all, most Americans are damn dumb. They can't even figure out what the hell's real anyway. Oh, uh, well. I got to tell you guys something funny. Um, so Justin came home from out of town, and we were talking about, um, you know, all these things on Sunday, and I was on my computer, and he's like, my mom said you guys are on YouTube now. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, did you really spill a coffee in your purse? Because she knows how much I love my purse. And I was like, should we go watch? You guys, it was so funny. Hilarious. It was, Three times. Okay. It's like two and a half times. Oh, it was empty by time. the last time mm-hmm. I hit it over. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but it was so funny to watch that because I'm not one to like watch our stuff or, you know, listen to our show or whatever. <laughs> But I'm telling you, watch me hit that in there because he goes, oh, you're so heartbroken. Like, you can see in my face. And it was just so funny because it was like, we were laughing so hard. He's like, you're just, and during your interview later, I'm just looking there and he's like, you look so depressed. And I was like, I was so depressed. <laughs> it was hilarious. It I was thought. funny. And it was just funny because, you know, we just, you know, when you're away from your husband and all of a sudden you can't like get enough of talking or your significant other. You can't get enough like talking with them because you're I'm usually with them constantly. But it was just such a fun last night was so funny watching back. Our our little YouTube channel is pretty funny. Is it I've not watched it yet. Is it good? I mean yeah it's just it's goofy because I I don't want to watch a bunch of it of us, but I have to say it was it's funny to watch your guys' expressions and like yeah, it's pretty fun. My expression is like that because I never realized it had such a big head. <laughs> Your head's huge. I have a huge head. I didn't yeah. even know my head was that big. Your body is proportioned crazy. I have monkey arms. Yeah. I got short legs, and I got a huge noggin. Yeah. What the hell is that? Don't forget your weird calves that are like... Yeah, that's true. I forgot. Busting out of things. Easter hams. Yeah. It's like Mike from Monsters, Inc. with a purple hat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. I, God, I love Monsters, Inc. I did the uh, commercial for the Monsters, Inc. Uh, cheddar cheese. For mac and cheese. For mac and cheese. That's Which what is a mac pretty big deal. Oh, the kids loved it. It's the only thing in my career. They didn't care about me being you know, on television, on the radio, being this, being that, doing every voiceover, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're doing mac and cheese? Good. Now, now I like it. Oh, it works. We had a listener write in, Andy. He was listening to us talking about delivery drivers, and Andy wrote, Speaking of delivery drivers, I saw a Bud Light delivery truck in Maple Grove last Friday with Uh-oh. a giant twig and berries tagged on the side of it. <laughs> Poor guy. Hilarious. <laughs> that thing's hanging on big, isn't it? They that tried. Story. It was so funny. And again, I don't even have an opinion on it. I mean, I think it's whatever. If we were to look at it Purely financial. You go, what were you doing, Bud Light? Like, yes. What, like, why try to shake it up? Just try to, like, sneak under having any opinion on anything. But, anyways, there's this big, like, Reddit stream about how they tried to redirect with their horses. They made the horse commercial. And now the big thing is they keep showing the Clydesdale. Oh, yeah. And then, like, going to different parts of, like, their quote unquote middle America and then being like, yes, the Clydesdale. (laughs) Like, significant of, you know, every day fa- of your normal family. And you're like, now you're recorrecting too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it was just like, but like, just disappear for a little bit. Just hide. That's out. probably a good idea. Just well, yeah. hope that we, people forget. Like, and again, I don't care about the first commissioner. I really don't care about the second one. I don't drink 
at all. So it's like I have no opinion on right. it. Right. But it is funny to watch, like, from a pure social experiment. Do you think we'll ever get to the point, well, because, you know, obviously, uh, so he was, Dylan is his name, he's a transgender uh, woman, mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. I have a question for I Why people would get so upset about that, I don't understand. If the person wants to sell Bud Light, who gives a rat's ass? Yeah, I don't right? care either. I, I would cares? never care. I would never, well, I wouldn't care in general about I don't care. But by the same token, it doesn't make you special either. No. See, that's the part we got to figure out. I don't hate you for it, but I don't love you for it either. Good for you. You do what you do. What the hell do I care? Yeah. Right? Exactly. And it's the same thing with me with, you know, these religious beliefs. You're burning moss down. Why? What do you, oh, I'm going to burn your building down. Yes, so they'll be rebuild the building. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just so stupid. Or why, why does their... What they're doing in that building, it doesn't affect you at all. No. Oh, it's the call to prayer thing I think they didn't like. Uh, it's uh, If you notice, it's weird that everybody lost their minds about Bud Light having a transgender yeah. spokesperson because if, if you didn't realize it, go ahead and just watch black entertainment television. Yeah. And there yep. will be ads for certain products that you don't see on any other television station. No, you don't. Yeah, You're right. They, they tailor certain commercials and TV commercials and radio commercials to fit the demographic of people that are going to be. So why are people losing their minds about this? All they were going to do was just push commercials featuring Dylan out to people who are supportive of the trans community. Yeah. That was so it's it. Like they're yeah. probably looking at it. That's actually super interesting. They were like, we've got this big untapped market. Absolutely. And if there's money to be at, again, this always comes down to money. If Bud Light's like, how can we get this part that we've been kind of uh, everyday man, now we want to kind of branch out to a different demographic? Yeah, I could see that, why they made that then. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just like they weren't people people who got angry weren't supposed to be the ones to see it or something, or they thought maybe it would. I don't know. So I have a question for you because I didn't even know this, and Catherine and I sat down one day and we we got to like five or six and went, "This is ridiculous." Is it because I've been in you know radio and voiceover and blah blah? Catherine and I know at least five transgender people, including one of my best friends as a child. Well, not a child, but a young teen, you know, Lauren Siegel mm-hmm. was a man when I met him and now he's a woman. Why would I care? Yeah. I love, I love Lauren. I loved Cliff too. They're a dear friend of mine. Why would I care that she did what she did? Right? No. Make you happy? Good well, for you. me and Lauren, uh, do you have beef? I do oh, you have not a beef like with Lauren <laughs> at all. I actually would, I would claim that I don't like her to her core she came in at the queue. Oh, I remember that, yeah. And, and did the traffic. did the traffic. Yep. And that's pretty much all I got paid to do. And she did it <laughs> so much better than I did. It was it was problematic. So I guess I'm I guess because of that rationale, I'm anti-trans. I'm just, I have a question for you. Why is it that the Pioneer Press and the Star Tribune didn't do a huge story on the very first transgender traffic report in American history? Yeah. Why wasn't that in your newspapers? I don't know, but she again, she nailed it. She's on my list. She made my job look pretty easy. I just I've never understood why people get so, why do I care what you want to do with your bits and pieces? Who cares? No, I, I think you're right. I I actually think most are our listeners agree they don't care. They don't. Care. Their big thing and and again I've told you this, and I'll tell you it again is like 
Whenever I get emails, they're like, I have no problem with what people want to do. Don't tell me what to do and don't tell me how to yeah, raise my children, yep. period, dot. Nobody cares. If I you agree. came in tomorrow in a full, like, straight up Givenchy, like, dress, I would say you're killing it in the game. So Tommy wearing the Givenchy dress, <laughs> that's what we're going to do, as a matter of fact. Oh, no, he has one. John Hines, no, this is a great story. John Hines. Do you guys ever work with John Hines? Yeah, yeah I can't stand him, but I know. Oh, like a horrible him. human being. He, I'm, I'm not, I'm really serious. I don't like that guy one bit. I don't you even know don't? who it is. I don't, no, I've worked with him before. He's very difficult. For me, I think he's very difficult to work with. Why? Well, like why? I've never worked, well, I did work with him at KSTP, but that was a thousand years ago. Yeah, it's the same John Hines. We're talking about the uh, guy who does like talent agency stuff now, right? That same guy? Does he? D- I think so, maybe. Was well, he the one that did Twin City Federal or the TCF or... Mm, I don't know. He's but on, doing on camera. If if he's the same talent agent that I'm thinking about, then well, he's yeah. not a talent agent. He's a, a talent. Oof. Then okay, maybe it is a different guy. But there's another guy from town. But if this is the same guy, well, I'll tell you. I'll you tell the story. Well, he's on WLL's morning show. Oh, then yeah, same guy. Well, it is the same. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, that. But that you know that's so weird mm-hmm. because. He couldn't be a nicer guy, I, I, but you'd have different experiences. Sure. I think he's very talented. No, yeah, he is a very, very talented, talented guy. guy. He's just, sometimes he rubs people the wrong way. Now, maybe I can. I have... don't. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I've known John since we were teenagers. I suppose that, that's the big difference. But what the hell? I was going to just tell a story about him now. Uh, you and John Hines, dresses. Somebody dressed up. Brittany said if you wore a dress, you could. God, I don't remember. I'm sorry, I derailed this. No, 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 but no. I, I find that stuff interesting Me because too. I love the guy, and you can't stand the guy. Do I? Am I bothered by that? No, that's no. your life, yeah. right? A perfect example of what we were just talking about. You happen to like some people I don't care for. I have like some people you don't care for. Good. So what? Mm-hmm. Don't you think too? This could be a real example of like. I, I, there's a bunch of people that have always been nice to me mm-hmm. that have been rude to you because of who you are and vice versa. There's well, I, so many people in our, in yeah. our jobs that have sucked up to you, been lovely to you and always treated me like crap because I was like, Oh really? Like, of course. Cause I was uh, the low, you know what I mean? Like there's something to be said where you go that there are people in this world who prioritize, they just, it's, I think, actually I think everybody does, right? Like if I... Somebody came in here and I didn't feel connection with, like, maybe I wouldn't be, I don't know. That's kind of a stretch. But it, it does say something, too. Like, there are a lot of people that will act differently in front of different people. I know that people act differently in front of me. I, I do know that. Yeah. They do. I, I, I do recognize that. Yeah. Almost everybody, too. Not just a few people. Almost everybody does. Yeah. It's kind of weird, and I don't know why that... Do I, am I dangerous? Do I, will I shoot you if you, you don't please No, me? I don't think it's that. I just don't think... I think you don't realize, especially people in radio, you're just such a big entity that, like, there are people who don't know how to be themselves around you. I think that uh, happens yeah, a lot. Maybe. Yeah, I understand that. And then on top of it, there are people that have already made decisions about who you are before... Oh, yeah. You. And so you get both sides. I think you benefit more than you don't, though. You think I do, really? Like, I in don't. a good way. Like, I think people want to like you, 
I think the people that you are around now, people really want to Oh, no, to I like understand you. that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> people who have never met me that I love, they know all about me, but they've never met me. Yeah, they can How the write hell a, would you know? They usually write an article about you. Oh, yeah, they're my favorites. No question about it. But, yeah, I, I just, I don't understand if somebody wants to be a woman, wants to become a man, a man wants to become a woman. I Good for you, and it doesn't make you any better as a person. You are who you are, right? doesn't make you any worse, doesn't make you any better, and we just can't find that balance. One guy thinks you're horrible. One guy thinks you're wonderful. Well, you're neither. You're right there in the middle of where you should be, right? Exactly. And then Devin wrote in saying, but what if they push the idea of letting kids transition? And I just wrote, what if Bud Light does? <laughs> <laughs> Bud, Bud Light's doing it big what? now. No, I don't think anybody should be pushed into anything. No, I, of I course agree not. With yes. No, I don't even know. Like, what are you talking Devin, I love you. But what are you talking about? Like, Bud Light, they've got horses and beer. Can That's, you even imagine me as a woman with this voice? That'd be a great woman. I feel like we had it, and it was toots. Yeah, that's true. We had toots. That's a, well, Amy Daniels gets close. Right. Yeah, that's very, very true. My mother, Tom, get in here. It's like, oh, my God, toots. Calm down. Yeah, stop getting so upset. And, and, but a, a big thing that needs to be told people, uh, yes, it's not right that people don't like you because of a decision you made, but it also doesn't make you superior to anybody else either. It's both sides of it. It's way too much criticism and way too much praise. They're human beings. Let's all meet in the middle. Everything will be fine. But isn't that what the core of what everybody wants? Of course, there's extremes. But like Mm -hmm. the core of what everybody wants is for, let's say somebody transitions. They they want to be just treated like everybody else. They want to come in like, and and your friend Lauren is a perfect example. Like she'll make fun of herself. We'll laugh or this or that. Well, you know, she was like, you know, I think she said something about us having the same size shoe, which I felt offended (laughs) because I have a big shoe. How dare she asking me where I get my shoes. But like, that's the thing is like, I think you you said the idea of them not, you know, the, the idea of people not getting special treatment. I think that's what everybody wants. Like as, um, you know, I, I was, uh, there was far less women in the, when I was deployed, I was with an infantry unit and I, my, all oh, yeah. I wanted was yeah. to be treated like everybody else. Um, and like, I think that's what, I think that's what everybody wants. That's it. That's why it doesn't make you any better. It doesn't make you any worse. You made a decision. Good for you. You followed through on it. I'm happy for you. Right? Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to kiss your ass. Doesn't mean I have to hate you. Yeah. I just don't have to. You can hate them for other reasons, like trying to steal your job, Lauren. I'm still coming for you. That's typical. Typical. Doing the traffic. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.